What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Kia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. We are back. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. A lot of good news. Okay. Well, first, let's start with the Casey Crew Retreat. Now, uh, instead of doing another live podcast, a lot of people ask, you know, when, when are we doing the next live podcast? Well, we decided instead of doing it in a city, whether it was Manhattan or Queens or Detroit or Atlanta, we wanted to do something where everybody around the country can come join us and we can have some fun doing it. But in a spectacular way. Like the Casey way. Yes. Spectacular. <laughs> so we decided to go to Jamaica. J A. M, Jamaica, Jamaica. They get it. All right. April 30th through May 3rd. Now, this is a a, a retreat. It's not just a couple's retreat. Singles, if you're single, you want to come with your girl, you want to come with your homie, we want you to come. We're just going to have a great time. Yes. We're going to do the podcast live. We're going to do a real estate podcast. Uh, We're going to have parties, performances, um, all types of things going on. If you want more information, hit up the Casey uh, Casey CaseyCrewRetreat.com. It's going to be a weekend of all weekends. We're just going to have fun that weekend. Leave the kids at home. Just sit back. We're going to eat amazing food. Surprise performances. Surprise performances. Mm -hmm. Drinks. We're going to have a great time. I'm so excited about this uh, retreat. It's at the Jewel Grand. Right. In Montego Bay. Mm -hmm. And it's an all-inclusive resort. Right. So... You could damn near leave your money at home. Yes. Food's included. Drinks are included. All of the Casey crew activities, parties, seminars, performances, all of that is included. And I have to say it's an extremely reasonable price. Yes, it is. So we made sure that we arranged it that way for you guys. So come on out, have a great time and um, party with us. Yes. And I just want to say this too. Uh, A lot of people were asking uh, the resort, I believe, uh, and I'm not going to say I believe, I know, the resort only has, I believe, 150 rooms. Like 160 rooms. 160 rooms, mm-hmm. right? And so far, I believe 60 of the rooms are taken already. Yeah. So it's going to be a very small community. It's not going to be one of those things where there's thousands and thousands of people. You look over to the pool, you be like, I know they're not with us. No. Yeah, no, this is going to be like a very nice, intimate, semi-private experience where, you know, all of our listeners and like-minded people mm-hmm. are going to be hanging out together. Yeah, we're going to be having a good time. And don't worry, you ain't got to, well, I got to work out. I got to lose some weight. Why no. are you on this? You're really on this. You don't have to get your beach body ready no, in time no for this trip. Beach. We chilling. We're so, you're, so you're putting your laziness off on our listeners? I'm just telling them they ain't got to They might want to get ready. Well, they can if they want if to. If you don't can. want to, make that your business. I'm not. Okay. I'm going to be sitting there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Belly and all. Belly and all. <laughs> I'm not even going to shave my pubes. You might see some pubes coming out. Creeping the side out. Of, yes, all that. <laughs> well, I'm, I hope that you're not going to be wearing anything revealing enough where we can see your pubes. What are you talking so. about? I've got some dope bikini, uh, bikini underwear. You're like going to bust out your Speedos. My Speedos and everything. Yeah, no, he doesn't own those. Please. I'm going to show my print. Please, I'm going to no, be chilling worry. on the beach. So if you see him on the beach, like, can I get a tip? Can I get a picture? <laughs> no reason to be scared. Why he doesn't not? really own those. But uh, we gonna, I buy all of his swimwear. You buy everything. But. That's going to be April 30th to May 3rd. We want to see you guys there again. The CaseyCrewRetreat.com. I'm super excited about it. I can't believe so many rooms have sold already. Yeah. I mean, you guys are about it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I I think the way they do it is you don't have to pay the full thing right out. I mean, they break it down into you pay a little bit, maybe $100 here, $200 here, $400 here. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that there's a $99 deposit special going on. 
until the end of December. I believe so. I believe so. You guys can go to the website and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's a $99 special going on right now. So again, that is the CaseyCrewRetreat.com. So I can't wait to see you guys. Yes, neither can I. Now also, something that kind of hurt my heart, but didn't hurt my heart. Okay. Like you ever been heartbroken, but you, 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 you love, I guess you're still in love though. I have no idea what you're talking about, homie. All right. (laughs) So I'm not going to lie. I was heartbroken this week. Why? You ever want something so bad? And I won't even say I wanted it so bad, but I wanted to see it happen. And you were excited about it. And you were hoping for it. And then it didn't happen. But you were kind of happy because the person was still happy. I don't know what you're talking about. So can you cut the suspense? All right. So just imagine this. Let's imagine you left me, right? No, let's not imagine it. Yeah. All right, what's all right, going but, on? But all right, let's not. Let's, let's, let's do that. Imagine you left me, right? Okay. I would be heartbroken, right? But then let's say you married a, a, a trillionaire and he treated you right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would be heartbroken, but I would be happy for you. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't that's be with you. That's a dirty lie. Yeah, that's a dirty ass no, lie. I hope that nigga fucking becomes broke next week. But I, 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 well, let me let me stop joking around. Our daughter, Madison Casey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, the little smart, bright, uh, I can't call her a woman because she's 18. A little smart teenager, young woman. Young woman. That is a daddy's little girl. Mm-hmm. That I love with all my might and heart. You know she doesn't kiss me on the lips anymore, a little heifer? She doesn't? No. Really? No, she kissed me on my cheek. It just changed like maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe it's just a moment in time. <laughs> Maybe she'll resort back. I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything, but I just noticed. I'm like, she used to kiss me on the lips, give me a big hug. Now she give me a big hug and a little kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. No heifer. But anyway, she got accepted. Mm-hmm. But you, what the fuck is that? That was like my excitement squeal. She got accepted into NYU. Yes. <laughs> and I'm yes. super duper happy for her. Yes. It was her first choice. I'm proud of her. That's where she wanted to be. That's where she wanted After to be. After we saw a dozen schools on her college trip and in the months thereafter, she decided that she wanted to be at NYU. Yes. She applied early decision mm-hmm. and she just got her acceptance letter, well, acceptance email two days ago. It's not like when we got accepted to college where you had to wait for the manila envelope right. or, you know, the little regular envelope that typically meant a rejection letter. When it was an acceptance, it was like the big yellowish brown manila envelope. It's not like those days. She got an acceptance email Mm -hmm. two days ago. So we've been celebrating ever since. I'm, you know, I'm so happy and I'm so sad. I'm going to tell you why. I'm so, uh, well, sad because we went on this whole college tour, you know, Mm -hmm. from, we drove from New York. Oh, can I just say something? All of that just for her to end up in New York. We could have drove 45 minutes to NYU and ended it there. We spent a week traveling the country. I know. Going to different colleges. Go ahead. Let me tell you why I'm hating. All right. Because I took her from New York to Miami. We did, right? Mm -hmm. All up the road. You know, you name it. From Georgetown to Howard to Hampton to Spelman to University of Miami. To Emory. All those. Yes. Georgetown. All those. I didn't take her to NYU. Mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't taking her there. Fuck that. She kept <laughs> was there a little subliminal hate going on there? Yes, a lot. Because I was like, I know Madison is such a homebody, right? Right. She right. loves being home. She loves being around us. She loves being around her siblings. For instance, 
She said, you know, mom, all of my friends can't wait to go away to college. Like they're counting down the days. Mm -hmm. And she said the whole while I'm sitting there thinking like, gosh, can I get five more years with my parents before I have to leave? Kind of warmed my heart. So yeah, she, she really wanted to stay home. And we've had so many conversations trying to push her out the door in a sense just like Rashawn said, it's bittersweet. Not that we want her to go, but we wanted her to have a similar college experience to what we had. Because that's really something special. When you go away to school and the parties and when you finally get your first apartment and your friends coming over and hanging out and all the in-between classes and after classes and the weekends and everything that's associated with college life, we experienced times 10. That's right. And we wanted that for her. We didn't right. really just, of course, education is paramount, but we also wanted her to have that social experience, that fun, that quintessential college fun. Right. Well, not only that, I'm kind of scared of the city. Right? Mm -hmm. And when I say that is, I wanted her to go away because I wanted her to experience, especially I, wanted, I, I, I thought Hampton was a great choice for her. Hampton is a closed campus. I know where she is. Right. It's security. It's gated. Everything is on that campus. And no, it's beautiful. It's, it's on the water. Very beautiful. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to Howard. Shout out to all the uh, other HU alumni. Um, but it's open. It's an open campus. It's an open campus. Right. I like the closed campus. Even uh, University of Miami, I like the closed campus. It Spelman. Just, it feels safer. I like the closed campus. I, it feels way safer. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't want to show at NYU. And I didn't want to show at NYU because I knew she would like it. Yeah. So I tried to stay away from NYU for the longest until right. she got to the point where she damn near called my assistant at the time and was like, can you please book a, 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 tour. a, a tour to <laughs> NYU, NYU and make sure my dad is off? So um, when she went to NYU, she absolutely positively yeah, loved it. Yeah, we finally it. buckled down and took her. It was yes. the last school that she it was. saw. So she loved it. So when she sent out you know, her applications and I was like, well, maybe she won't get accepted. And the reason I said that is because they only accept. Look at you like, putting bad juju on. Her. I didn't put bad juju. I just this was to myself. So um, NYU, I believe, only takes between twelve and fifteen percent no, of the applicants. It's actually between sixteen and nineteen percent no, acceptance. It's twelve to fifteen. Sixteen and nineteen was two thousand seventeen. I looked it up for two thousand nineteen. It's between twelve and fifteen. Are you sure? Absolutely, because I was like, well, she got a she got a, a good chance. She won't make it. <laughs> I mean, she has a 4.0 and did amazing on her SATs. Still, what would you think? Why would you think that she wouldn't get in? I don't know. I, I mean, was pretty confident. I, I was, um, I mean, yes. I mean, but there's a lot of kids out there that maybe have higher. I don't know. I was just praying. I was like, maybe she won't. Mm -hmm. So um, she came home and was like, Dad, I have a surprise. I'm like, what? Are you pregnant? I was just joking. I, I didn't say that. But I, she was like, Dad, I have a surprise. I'm like, what's up? She's like, I got to accept that. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, fuck. And for all of you parents who have kids that will be applying to college, um, you can apply normally or you can apply early, early decision, decision mm -hmm. or early action. Madison applied early decision, meaning that was her number one choice. Uh -huh. And if she got in, if she was accepted, then she would forego her applications to all of the other colleges. So I believe that since she was accepted, she has to withdraw her applications for all of the other schools. Oh, she already did that. So she won't know if she ever got into the other schools because Correct. 
she already gave her um, allegiance to NYU. Yeah, so she's she was already accepted. She called me um Friday a couple mm-hmm. days ago and was like, "Dad, um, I need fifteen hundred dollars." I was like, "What the hell do you need fifteen hundred dollars for?" Mm-hmm. She was like, "I have to hold my spot at NYU." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, "I ain't got it." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Dad, stop playing. I have to do it now." I was like, I ain't got it. Ask your mother. She's like, Dad, I'm serious. I have to pay now. Mm-hmm. So I had to give her the credit card information and she paid. She just asked me if she can start ordering all of her NYU gear from the NYU bookstore. Yeah, I know. I was, I like, was thinking about right. getting that for, that for Christmas, like going over there. Yeah, that's actually what I want to do. And buy her some of that stuff. I want to get her a bunch of NYU <clears throat> stuff. That'll make her so happy for Christmas. You know what's funny, though? Um, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I don't care. I always get in trouble for saying stuff anyway. <laughs> her guidance counselor. Nope. What? Nope. What? Nope. I know. Let's move on. What? Nothing. She kind of hated. She didn't hate. She kind of hated. Hate. No. She was like, I don't know if NYU is the perfect fit for you. You might want to try other schools. Uh-huh. As soon as she got accepted, I was like, Madison, what's your guidance counselor number? She was like, no, dad. <laughs> I was like, what's her name? I got to swing by the school. She was like, dad, no. I said, no, no, I just want to just, you know, just want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. No. I said, what's her email? No, dad. Well, you dad. know what it is? Um... Here's the thing. Last year, I had a I have a friend whose um, son is a year older than Madison. So Correct. clearly he was going to college a year before Madison. And I went to visit her and she was distraught mm-hmm. because her son had gotten, I think, a 1330 on his SATs, which is fantastic. And he had maybe just under a 4.0. He might have had like a 3.7 or something like that. Uh-huh. And his primary three schools that he applied to, his first three choices, he was denied acceptance to. Mm-hmm. And they weren't Ivies. Mm-hmm. They were schools, I would say, that were probably like along the lines of NYU. Mm-hmm. And um, she was devastated. He was devastated. And she couldn't make heads or tails of it. Mm-hmm. She's like, with these SAT scores and his GPA, and he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. He's not a stellar athlete, but he's an athlete. He's in, involved in extracurricular activities and clubs and things like that. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why he didn't get accepted. So truth be told, even if you have everything that it takes, just like you said earlier, there can be a lot of kids that have everything that it takes and you just may not make the cut and it can just be luck of the draw. It can be your college essay. It can be whatever. So you never really know. So to get an acceptance letter is really something special for a kid. Absolutely. And you know, my whole thing is, and what I told Madison when, when, a when a teacher told her that guidance counselor told her that I was like, never tell somebody you can't do anything. Well, she didn't say that you can't or, or it's discourage not, them, maybe discourage them that's or what, that's scare the word, them or scare them. And I told Madison, I said, look, I said, whatever you want to do in life is not going to be easy. I said, don't let anybody discourage you or, or take away your drive. I said, if, if you want to do something, I said, you do it. I said, your grades are great. At the time, she didn't have as many AP classes as was required or was they thought was needed. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. What? She's no. She has an abundance of AB classes. Oh. Oh, anyway. No, you're talking about um, when she was picking her classes for the next semester. We were wondering if she should do as many AP classes as she qualified for because 
she qualified for just about all AP classes. If it was if it was um, offered, she qualified for it. Right. And I so think- our our problem was we didn't know if we wanted her to take like all AP classes because then that's. It's just a big undertaking, you yeah, know. I totally don't take each them. each AP class requires so much attention, so much time, so much um, studying. Right, I and, totally don't take them. And Rashawn told her not to take all of those AP classes because then she's not going to have a social life. Her right. entire all of her days are going to be consumed studying and doing work for school. Right, I told her don't take them AP classes. I told her to take them. I told her not to. I, I was like, to fuck them. them. I was like, Ew. you got to enjoy your. You got to like. There's always those kids in school that study, 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 study. They graduate, study, 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 and they get nothing out of life. They make whatever they make a year, and then they have no other life. I didn't want that. Right. No, I agree with that. You know, I didn't want that. Now I'm not going to say I didn't have straight A's as a as a as a high school student. You didn't. No, hell no. You you mean you didn't want to say that you did? I did, and I well, I definitely didn't, but. I just I wanted her to have fun. I wanted her to enjoy her teen well. life and enjoy her is important. Her being a kid because once you become a, tw- a quote unquote adult, mm-hmm. life sucks. Life doesn't suck. Yes, it is because you have responsibilities. You got to go to work. Like, uh, don't you think "suck" is a strong word? Yes, life it can sucks, suck, but it's more difficult. When, I, the other day, I was off. Uh, the Breakfast Club was off, and I was here. I'm usually not here in the morning. I was downstairs. The kids woke up. They was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? What the am I babies? Doing here? Jackson was like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck do you mean? What am I doing here? I live here, nigga. <laughs> he was like, you're never home. He was like, um, you're not home at this time. You're early. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I had off today. He was like, you lost your job? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what you mean? I said, I took a day off. Uh-huh. He looked at me like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Then he walked off. He was like, oh, it's going to be a bad Christmas. And then walked off. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just want her to enjoy life. Like, right. you know, you, you'll have time to work and bust your ass and work hard. But I want you to enjoy life. Like, really live it. Do things that you can really, really remember. I just know for myself being a teen and, and going to college, I was so consumed with everything else that I really didn't enjoy the experience Yeah, that's more. not true. That Stop is true. It. Oh my gosh, I can't. People, I just can't let them lie to you. You enjoyed being in college. No, no, I, I mean, I did, but I- You w- had a whole lot of fun. No, no, not just fun. I, I was concentrating on so many other things. I didn't really enjoy the experience. What are you talking about? No. That's not true. No, it is true. Let me explain. Here? No, let me explain. When I say I didn't get to enjoy, I was so into trying to get out of college and- not necessarily enjoying college. And when I say enjoy college, there's so many times I look back and be like, damn, I should have took that class. I should have paid attention during that history lesson. Mm-hmm. Like I should have paid attention during this, during that. Like I watch stuff on TV now and be like, damn, we talked about this in college, but I don't remember because usually because I was sleeping or I was fucking taking notes. So you ca- you put that the wrong way then. What? what you What you mean is you didn't really take advantage of the academic opportunity that college provided you i didn't take advantage of college at all like you were just you were just um concentrating on getting the grade to get out instead of really absorbing what it offered right you know like okay let's say you were in western civ right Mm -hmm. as freshmen we took western civ right um i think that you're saying that you you didn't really pay attention 
to, you know, the stories and the history and all the drama that took place in yeah. Western Civ. You well, didn't yeah. really enjoy it. You were just concentrating on getting the grade and getting the hell out. But not only that, even the extra curricular activities like the clubs and uh, the politic club and golfing. Oh, I was about to be like, you were at the club. <laughs> okay. No, not that club, you ass. <laughs> you were definitely at the club. But like the politics club, like to really learn politics. Like I'm learning it now. Like right. the last couple of and, years I've yes. been learning it. And you uh, look back and say, wow, I could have had a head start on all of this knowledge that the right. world has to offer. Or yes. even in college, like golfing and, and you know, just different things that I could have done that were free. That's what that you was mean included. by you didn't really have you take advantage of the whole college experience That's what I mean. and really yes. enjoy yourself. Was, I okay, did, okay. I, I didn't. You I know, thought what you mean? were coming at a different angle. Got you. Now. You know, just just a lot of things. Like even even the radio station. I mean, I, well, I mean, I did my own radio shit, but even the radio station at Hampton, I should have been there learning it there. Mm-hmm. I learned it on my own later on, but right. like all those things, I had the opportunity because it's free at school once you pay, mm-hmm. and I didn't. You were just concentrating on getting your credits and getting and get out. the fuck out. That's right. all I was mm-hmm. concentrating on, right. and DJing and making mixtapes and partying. That right. was it. Mm-hmm. And I should have been concentrating on. I could have did that too, your but education, I, my education, and just learning things. Right. You know, I should. There was been so more, so much more I should have done that mm-hmm. I didn't. But back to Maddie, I'm excited for her. Um, I can't wait to see, you know, what she does in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, she stuck at NYU because I paid the fifteen hundred dollars, so she's there. <laughs> that little heifer is there. Yes, and she got into the school of real estate. Yes, yeah, to a sc- business with real estate. Yes. Yes. So, um, and that's a very small school. There's not too many uh students that get accepted to that. So I'm very, very happy for her, very proud of her. Um and I'm ecstatic. And I didn't have to uh uh, like uh, pay a hundred thousand dollars, like some of those other moms and dads. I didn't, I didn't have to do that. You didn't pay anybody off to nah, get her I in. I didn't have to. Pay, okay, I didn't pay anybody good. off. Um, I know Hampton. Shout to Hampton University. They were very excited for to to possibly have Madison. Uh, they loved her grades. Uh, they loved her. Yes, and they, we loved Hampton. Yeah, they were very yeah. excited. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. Maybe, maybe Logan will go. We'll see. But we got about four years before we decide that. So three, mm-hmm. three years. So congratulations again to my little baby girl yes. Madison. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, it's like literally seven blocks from where I work. So Is it? yes, it's in the village. Yeah, it's, remember I walked there when we went on the tour. Did you, wait, you walked all the way there to yes. meet us for the tour? Remember, we walked back. No. No, we took a cab back. No. Wait, no, we walked there. We walked, can you I stop walked, making things up? I can remember. I walked, remember, I walked there. I walked there. The only reason we took a cab back is because it was raining. I, I walked there. Oh, it's that, that close. Yes. Every day she's going to be like, Dad, let's you're do lunch. Close to so- your job is close to Soho. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations again, Madison. Yes. Now, all- So, wait, wait, wait. We have another reason to celebrate. What's that? You cut your hair. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Can I? People in the rafters. Chalk it up for Envy. He cut his hair. Oh, my gosh. People, let me tell you. I have been suffering looking at this man for the past. How many weeks has it been? I don't know. That you were rocking that wannabe blowout nonsense that was curls. going on on the top it's of your head. Curls. Oh, my gosh. You're a hater. Oh, my gosh, people. If you guys have been bearing witness to my husband's looks lately, he has been growing out his curls. You didn't like it? So he had curls when we were younger and it was great and he loved it and I loved it. But as a grown, mature man, I just don't feel 
as though you should have curls. You like my Bill a Bellamy? Nice. Yes, you definitely had the Bill Bellamy. Shout out to Bill Bellamy. We love you. But <laughs> I just feel like you should have been rocking your nice Caesar. I'm not mad that you grew the Caesar out a little bit so that, you know, your hair is nice and dark and it frames your face and all that good stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. But you took it a step too far. When it got to like half an inch and it started curling and then got to like three quarters of an inch and it started curling. Oh, my. I hated it. And it wasn't just me. Madison hated it. Our friend, little Sean hated it. And every opportunity that we had, we would tell him like, dude, like your hair. I didn't do it for you. Like, I did it for it's me. It's horrible. Like I hate it because he would put a hood on. He would take the hood off and then his hair was a mess. He just looked unkept and just offensive to me. I'm looking at him in the bed like, ugh, like, uh, I hate the way you look. So one day, Madison and I got on him for it. And he really got upset with us. Like, he got all in his feelings. As you guys would say, he got sensitive. And really, really, like, just, it got to a point where Madison and I were like, you know, we're just going to shut up. Because now it's getting to a point where we're hurting his feelings. So we haven't said anything. I would drop little, little cues here and there, you know, like little jokes and everything. He finally cut it off and now he's looking all sexified, all distinguished. And that experiment is gone. So from my mouth to you guys' ears, he did not get hair plugs. And you know what? It's funny. I'm surprised that people thought that because you're on air every single day. And you're being filmed every day for Revolt and for YouTube. If you get hair plugs, it's like um, it's somewhat of a surgery. Like we knew some we know somebody that had it done and they literally have to take hair from like the back of your head, like near your neck, near the nape of your neck. And they have to. It's like they poke the follicle into your scalp. Right. So that the hair sprouts from wherever they've essentially implanted it. Right. 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 Um. So a person that we know that had it done, like his head was all scabbed over mm-hmm. for a long time. It was like bloody, like dry blood, scabbed over. You can't miss someone that's had hair nah, plugs. I think people are just hating. I mean, the fact that I don't my think hair they're hating. I think they were joking. And there's a lot of bald head, a bald headed men that were hating. Uh, they, their hair can't grow. Charlemagne was one of them. Their hair can't grow, so they hate the fact that my hair. But can I think grow. that that's the reason why you were letting it grow and grow and grow. Because yeah, I was to like, prove to people that you didn't have hair plugs but it was to your own detriment like I liked it. I, I you were care. looking crazy in the interim i liked it you know so i, I mean i didn't care I, I let it grow i did cut it because of don't you. ever do it again i'm not gonna say that but i cut it because of you uh the barber was like nah nah let it grow no nope. that no nope. and i was like yeah I hate nope. it. he was like all right your it wife aged hates you it. you came home the other day with your little caesar poo and i swear it took 10 years off of your life like you look 10 years younger than you did last week. Thank you, oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. All right. All right. All right. So well, two reasons to celebrate this week. My goodness. And here's the third. 12 days of Christmas. Okay. 12 days of Christmas. I know we we said uh, we weren't going to do it. We were just going to do- Wait, 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 What? Go ahead. Why you say wait, 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 and then go ahead? Like- Wait, I just had to process That's like what, red light, green light. I had to process what is that's, about to happen. like I have my period. Don't- Okay, come on, come on, come on. Like, that. that's what that was. What? I'm going to let you continue. Okay. So, um, why are you looking at me like that? No, just go ahead. What? No, no, go ahead. Why, why are you looking like that? Because your lead-in is kind of throwing me a little bit for a loop. So, go ahead. No, like, you, like the other day you, you had your period. What are you talking about? What? What? Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about the period thing. Okay, anyway. No. Oh. What? Go ahead. Oh. What, you act like I don't... Never mind. 
Now, um, why are you fucking looking at me like that? No, because you're weird. Your lead-in was weird. No, you said stop, 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 go, go, go. I'm like, that's like when you had your period the other day. It was like stop, and then you're like, I right, go, go, go. That's it, what I'm saying. Rashawn, I cannot stand you. I please continue. Okay, then don't stop me. So as I was saying, 12 days of Christmas. I know we decided, you know, uh, we weren't gonna do it this year. We were gonna do 12 days of giving back, and every day right. we've been giving back to a different cause and different schools. And let me shout out to uh, a lady by the name of Grace. What's the name of Grace's business, baby? Do you remember? I believe it is Travel Elite Getaways. Double yeah. check that for me. Travel Elite Getaways. Did that's you exactly check it? What it is. Are you looking at it right now? Yes, that's it. Travel Elite Getaways. Yes. Hi, Grace. Hey, Grace. Um, so with Grace. Grace does something every year where she uh, gets letters from kids. And uh, what she does is she tries to get people to help her uh, satisfy these letters for these kids. So, I mean, it's so sad. So we picked up about six letters, five, six letters this year. And um, I'm going to see if I could read some of them because, I mean, it was it was so sad. While you're looking it up, these children are um, they go to school and they are some of the select children who's here go. who are in a situation where they're not going to have a great Christmas. They Correct. don't have anyone to buy them gifts. And um, there are things that they need. Some of these kids were literally asking for water and socks. Right. So, for instance, right, uh, this young lady's name is, oh, I can't even pronounce her name. A L M E L. No, no, no. Why are you going to read her name? Don't read her name. Just her name. No, no don't read her name. Okay. Anyway, but the young girl, she wanted, she needed shirts and pants and socks. Mm-hmm. That's what she wanted for Christmas. Right, right. Which is crazy. So what they did was they um, filled out a form that basically said their name, their age, their grade, their clothing size, what they wanted for Christmas and what they needed for Christmas. She also says she likes to play with Barbie dolls, but. That's what she uh, she said this year. I need shirts and socks. And she wanted croissants and burritos. Right. So they also could include snacks where, you know, we could provide snacks for them for not just for a day, but for an extended period of time so that they can enjoy it for, you know, past the Christmas season. Right. Now, this other young boy, he wanted uh, sneakers Mm -hmm. and clothes for Christmas. Uh, He also wanted a toy cat. A toy cat. <laughs> it took me forever to try to find that damn toy cat. I don't think I ever, I think the cat that I found was kind of like a lamb. It looked like a lamb cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't find a a lamb and a cat had a baby? Like, it looked like a lamb and a cat Who had a baby. Who thought of that? I don't know, but that's what it looked like. It didn't say bad, but it was like. Did it say meow? No, it was like more like. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> What? Go ahead. So I got I got him that. Uh, and he wanted uh, nacho cheese Doritos. So I got him that. Mm-hmm. Um, this person wanted shoes, and now at first when I read this, I said it says he wanted one hundred. He said one hundred and one dolls and shoes. I was like, I was like, this little girl being a little greedy now. <laughs> Go ahead. But then when I when I looked at it again, I looked at it again. I was like one one hundred and one dolls. It was LOL doll. Right. I I I figured that's what you figured. <laughs> like typical you would think that. It's not funny because when I got that, I was like, this child wants 101 dolls. They wanted LOL dolls. I yes. was like, what the? Because it just says 
101. Which I was like, we're what? very familiar with because our daughters are obsessed with them. I was like, what? I was like, this little child wants $101. I was like, she'd be a little greedy now. <laughs> you are so simple. I swear, to, <laughs> I swear so on everything. I'm, I'm at the store, right? I'm like, $101. <laughs> I'm like, this store doesn't even have $101. I'm like, I'm like fuck. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, had, I had to pray. I was like, God, I know this little girl wants $101, but come on, God. I, I'm, I'm not, God, like, God, come on. And then right. I was like, oh, you idiot, it's LOL, LOL dolls. dolls. It's not funny. But because I, I was there by it's myself. It's funny a minute and 30 seconds later. Yeah, it was. It was. But that, but but that's what you know. That's that's some of the things that we decided to do. Right. And, so and give back. so um, we're able to provide gifts and everything that these children wanted mm-hmm. for Christmas. Yeah, that's that's some um, of the thing. Yeah. So that was five or six. So we still had um, another six or seven kids that we had to do something similar for. So that's um, part of what we decided to do for twelve days of giving back. There's also an orphanage that we um that we're affiliated with and there are just some other people that we decided that we wanted to um do something for this christmas so yeah a lot of stuff and also um the reeve foundation uh the reeve foundation uh i i actually uh, just sent that out a check out to that uh friday now the reeve foundation I don't know much about it, but I wanted to donate to it. You'd be like, well, why? Why did you donate to it? The Reed Foundation, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a, a, a young gentleman who went to Rutgers University. He played football for Rutgers University. Mm-hmm. Um, he has dreads, uh, a young African-American man, a, a brother, and he got paralyzed. Mm. So if you ever see him, he's always... Uh, he's always in his wheelchair. He's always doing the most and trying to really, really push his foundation to try to uh, get as much information and research for uh, paralyzed uh, young individuals. Um, so we donated to that uh, foundation as well. Right. So there were different things that we donated to and just different efforts that we made to make Christmas a little bit more enjoyable for some kids out there um so that's really what i wanted to do for christmas this year Mm -hmm. um i did not want to do 12 days of christmas yes it is our tradition and um it's something that we both enjoy Mm -hmm. we it's something that's really inherent to us and um our family and um if you guys follow us, you know that we just we love tradition. We love doing traditional things and giving our kids that mem- those memories and experiencing those memories ourselves. But this year, it's just not something that I wanted to do. I really just wanted to put time and effort into 12 days of giving back. Correct. And we weren't going to post it or anything like that. Um so your lead-in is a little bit distracting to me. Yeah, That's so, why I was distracted. So 12 days of Christmas, I still wanted to do it. Um uh, and the reason I wanted to do it is for a lot of you that don't know what I do for 12 days of Christmas is throughout the year. Uh, I look at things that I think you will love, um, whether it, it doesn't matter what it is. And I pick it up throughout the year and I hide it. I hide it all over the house. Um, and I have to start writing down or outside I, of the house or outside of the house. I have to start writing down what I hide because if anything happens to me, like you'll be like, you'll be looking in the ceiling. Like what the fuck did, was this bag? <laughs> uh-huh. But anyway, um, and the reason 12 days of Christmas started is I always believe happy wife, happy life. Um, even though I, I work a lot and I have a nice things, I enjoy seeing my family happy. 
I enjoy seeing my daughter smiling, my son smiling, and of course my wife smiling. And I like to do things special and make them feel special. And especially because daddy works so much throughout the years. He refers to himself as daddy around yeah, the house. I do. Yes. And <laughs> so I do it just to show my appreciation, my love, my thank you, my gratitude, just for all that you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have a wife and you have a partner, you know, if you have somebody that lifts you up and tries to push you to that next limit and, and make sure that you're better as a person than you were the year before and continues to push you <clears throat> and it's not a distraction. Um, you know, we talk about your partner or your wife or your husband. And it's like throughout the day, all day long, you got to fight. You're fighting for everything. You're always on the move. You're always running. You're fighting to be better. You're fighting to get, to, you know, for the next workplace. You're fighting for that dollar. You're always out and about. When you get home, you shouldn't have to fight anymore. You should be able to unplug and just recharge. And if that person that you're with doesn't help you recharge or is not with uh, helping you to calm down and to motivate and to give you that support that you can go out the next day and I say fight, then you don't need to be with that person. And Madison, Logan, London, Jackson, Brooklyn, they all help with that. And not only that, you, my wife, you help with that so much. Like if you weren't there, there's no way I could be remotely, like even a little bit successful as I am now. Like you help to unplug and to recharge. You motivate me, you encourage me. And because of that, I always feel like I just want to see you smile. <laughs> And sometimes that comes with a kiss. Sometimes that comes with this dick. Oh, come on. And see, sometimes... I mean, it all just went to hell. Thank you. Thank you. And sometimes... It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful up until that point. It's awesome. You didn't like the dick part? And sometimes it comes with just saying, I appreciate you and thank you. And that's what 12 Days of Christmas is to me. It's not about buying you a gift. It's about seeing that five-year-old in you. Oh, <laughs> shit. We got to move to... Um, the, the elves. elves. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Stop looking around. I, I, do you know? Do you know what elves I, are? I, I, yeah, I put them somewhere. Did you move them? I, no, I didn't move them yet. But we'll. Do, okay, guys. Just sorry for his interruption. It if, is five o'clock in the morning if, on Saturday. We got up to do this podcast because we have a full day ahead of us. He. I don't know why you just thought about that, but we do. Um, the elf on the shelf for the kids. It's another one of our Christmas traditions. I'm sure that so many of you guys do the same. You want to explain this and let me move the elves right fast. If them kids wake up and don't see them fucking it's, elves. It's five move, o'clock in the morning. They're not getting up until 6.30. 6.30. We oh. have until 6.30. Okay. Worry. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but, all right. The elf on the shelf is an elf that is supposed to watch over the kids and tell Santa if the kids are naughty or nice. So every night it's supposed to move. If them motherfuckers don't move, them elves don't move. My kids, I have a coronary. <laughs> So um, every night we have to change their position. So we're really, really, really creative (laughs) with where the elves end up. When the kids wake up, they have to go and find them. So the elf comes with a book. Every year we read the kids the book just about every single night. Um, And it talks about what the tradition is. But yeah, the elves fly back to the North Pole every night and they report to Santa whether the kids have been naughty or nice. And that reflects in the presents that they receive come Christmas morning. So every night we move the elves. They have to be in a different position. So last night, Rashawn, listen, last night 
<laughs> Madison and I, <laughs> we taped the elves. Well, no, we didn't tape them. Like we hung them. We got those little, um, those little hooks that you can get from Target. Uh-huh. Like you pull the tape and then the hook kind of dislodges from the wall. Yeah, yeah. So we got the little hook. So we hung each of the elves right over the television in Jackson's room. Cause they all went to bed in Jackson's rooms last night, not last night, the night before. Um, so we hung them all up. Did you take them from we, there? They're gone. Stop. Okay. So we taped all of the elves' mouths shut with like little strips of duct tape, like little X's over their mouth. You guys are sick. <laughs> right? So as soon as they woke up, they would see the three hel- the three elves being held hostage and hung up over the TV. <laughs> so Whose idea was that? That had to be Madison's idea. <laughs> it was me and Madison. Like, you know, you every every sick. every night we try to figure out something really creative and fun to do. Because, you know, in years past, we just moved them around and put them in different areas and the kids would go looking for them. And yeah, so we wanted to be a little bit more creative. So they woke up. They saw the three elves. Ah, mom, they come running into the room. The elves. And Matt, um, London was like, I wanted to get them down and save them. And I was like, no, because if you guys follow the tradition, if you guys do it at home, you know that you are not allowed to touch the elves or else they will lose all of their magic and power. OK, so I'm like, no, do not touch the elves. I'm like, don't worry. So I told them that what happened was. Did, you, did Madison tell you at all? No, you guys are sick individuals. I told them, I'm about to call diapers on ha- y'all. I told them what happened what the fuck was is wrong with y'all? the other toys are jealous that come Christmas morning, they will not be played with anymore because they're going to be replaced with new toys and that the elves are instrumental in bringing new toys to the house. So the other toys wake up in the middle of the night and took the elves hostage and taped their mouths shut so they couldn't report to Santa. And then I told them how it was all fixed and the whole situation was remedied. And they sat there with their eyes open, just anxiously awaiting the rest of the story that I was telling them. And I told them that the elves were going to be okay because Santa was going to rescue them. So don't worry about it. And um, they were thrilled. So then you guys are sick London fucks. and London and Brooklyn went and they yelled at all the toys <laughs> for, for being so mean to the elves. It was freaking amazing. Guys in years past, you are sick. Oh, Oh, and what we've done with Madison and Logan in years past wasn't sick. We've taped elves to the toilet. We told Madison and Logan that the elves pooped candy. (laughs) So we would dump peppermint, trolleys, Jolly Ranchers all in the toilet. Our septic tank is pretty, really messed up as a result of it. But we dumped it all in the toilet so that they believed that the elves pooped candy. Like, (laughs) Like we've done so many crazy things, but we're getting super, super um, creative with, with the babies this year. So, so with that being said, yes, we're going to move the elves as soon as we're done with the podcast. The babies aren't going to wake up in time. Don't worry. Did you, you didn't see them taped to the wall? Well, hung on the wall with their mouths taped You shut? guys are sick fucks. <laughs> Could you imagine those innocent looking elves with their mouth, with X's over their mouth and we hung them by their arms. So it's like their arms were like, you know, above their heads. It was insane. It was hysterical. You guys are sick fucks. Listen to that, guys. I set my clock to go and move the elves. Okay, so let's go. Continue before you were distracted with the whole elf thing. Yes, you are sick. I just want you're to talking s- about how much you loved me. Continue. 
I don't know how much I love you now, you sick fuck. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But anyway, so I just wanted to say that um, I don't even know how you go from there, from tying up elves. But anyway, I just wanted to say that I love you and I appreciate you. And I love to see you as giddy as our kids are when they look for Christmas gifts and look for their elves. So today we're going to start 12 Days of Christmas. I know you were So ex- wait a minute. What? See, that... You, really? Yes. So we're going to do 12 Days of Christmas. Rashawn, we agreed. Which means that when we agreed, you had already been plotting. So that means that you lied. You said we were. You said we weren't going to do it. It's like when I come home from the like we come home from a tired night and we agree, let's just go to sleep, and then you start playing with me. And oh, then, I start playing with you. That's how it goes. And then you hold on. I start playing. I'm with like, you. babe, we agreed. We're tired. We're gonna go to sleep, and you start playing. And I, I, I start playing with I you. I open up my legs, and then you just start going. That like we agreed. Oh, really? That's just what to happens. Go to sleep, but you broke that agreement. That's what happens. So now I'm breaking my agreement. So. Uh, today, uh, when you're least expected, uh, 12 days of Christmas, we're going to start. <laughs> uh, um, um, okay. All right. Okay. I mean, it's not you like, shouldn't have. I know. I, I'm a grown ass man. I can do what I want to do. Oh, well, thank you. And I, late, I, I appreciate you. Later on tonight, you know, my legs will open up and, and then I can thank you. You can thank me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So okay. I'm excited about that. I mean, I love to see you, Kitty. Um, now, um, email of the week. Okay. You said you had one. You you said something about a kid not making a team. No? Okay. No. I got one. I thought you mentioned one earlier. No, I asked you if we were going to do that one. I didn't even get it. That's what I was asking. Oh, I saw it open on my page, like on, in my DMs, like you had been in my DMs and I saw that, um, it was open to that DM. So I thought that it was open because you wanted to do that email. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hello, Gia and Envy. My name is Luz. Luz. L U Z. <laughs> Whatever your name is. And I first and foremost wanted to congratulate you on such amazing podcast. I love listening to both your opinions as I can understand and relate to both, especially DJ Envy. He is so smart, so right, and so handsome. Insert your own personal thoughts. I definitely retract it. She definitely didn't say that, but I just added that part. <laughs> Same reason why I'm asking for some advice from you too. I am 32 years old, divorced with no kids. I have been dating and found a very interesting man, great qualities and what I would call husband material. He is educated, has three college degrees, Navy vet, a gentleman. He is always texting. We go places. He has even offered to pay a bill or two, which I refuse since I don't roll like that. Okay. We have been seeing each other for about a month. We have not been sexual in any way, and he hasn't tried. But we did share what we are both looking for sexually, and we have kissed. He says he's looking for a steady, long-term relationship. Now, here's the thing. Because I like it so far. He does ecstasy regularly. What? I I would say every day. What? I smoke weed here and there. I have done ecstasy and I'm open to trying it again, but I don't know if I can accept someone doing ecstasy on the regular. Do I even stick around or should I just walk away before feelings get involved? I have also not asked if there is something he plans on doing forever. Please help. Sincerely, L-U-Z. Lose. Lose, whatever your name is. <laughs> what do you think? Um... Well, so far he seems like a good individual. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he hasn't pressed her for sex. They've been involved for a month, right? Correct. Um, 
So in today's day and time, mm-hmm. to be with somebody for a month or seeing them regularly for a month without it reaching a sexual level mm-hmm. is kind of unheard of. Okay. So I love the fact that maybe they're just enjoying each other's company, each other's conversation, mm-hmm. and each other's energy. So that's a good sign. Um, it is a little curious, though, I do have to say, because it is a little uncanny, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't seem to go hand in hand with the fact that it seems as though he's addicted to ecstasy. Ecstasy is a drug that pretty much, I would say, enhances the sexual experience. It's called the love pill, correct? So the fact that he does that but seems like he's on chill when it comes to sex is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, we'll put that to the side with all of his qualities and everything that she mentioned that she likes about him. I personally don't think that it's a good idea to get involved with anyone who's addicted to anything. Correct. Addiction is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Addiction shows a lack of control mm-hmm. of a certain area of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, addiction can be something that we inherit. I'm not saying that it is a bad thing, but it's something that produces negative results Correct. most of the time. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of an example of a case of addiction where it's not problematic. Right. So with that being said, She's only a month in. She just met someone that has great qualities. And as she said, she looks at as husband material. I wouldn't sign up for a problem. I wouldn't get into a situation where there's already a big fat red flag being waved in front of my face. Mm -hmm. Doing ecstasy every single day. That means that something is lacking within him. Um, maybe his libido, just maybe his overall psyche. Like there's something. I don't think he has anything with libido because he's not. They're not having sex. Well, you don't know if he's having sex with somebody else. You don't oh, know what his situation is. They've only been involved for a month. That is true. Um, but maybe he. And this is just like something I'm just throwing out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But if you sit there and try to come up with, well, why would he? take ecstasy every day you can come up with i'm sure a host of things and one of the things i'm coming up with is i don't know maybe he has a low libido mm-hmm. and he takes ecstasy to heighten his sexual desires or his sexual experiences or whatever um i'm not an advocate for taking drugs at all mm-hmm. um i know weed is becoming legalized and all that great stuff so great for all of you guys that smoke weed now it's kind of comparable to when we were younger cigarettes you right. know what i mean mm-hmm. um but Regarding illegal drugs, I don't think that... It, it, is ecstasy illegal? It's illegal, no? Hell yeah, it's illegal. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not for taking drugs. So the idea that someone is taking drugs and addicted to drugs, it's a problem. I wouldn't get involved with someone who does that because I don't want to sign up for anything, any kind of dysfunction in my life, so... Right. And I would agree. And I would say the thing with drugs, especially ecstasy. And the reason I like to see weed legalized is people smoke weed. Um, uh, I, I believe, don't quote me, but I believe weed is a lot safer than cigarettes because it doesn't have the addicting nicotine in it. Right. But the way I look at weed is you're still smoking something. Right. You're inhaling, so it in you're inhaling a smoke and in, smoke into your lungs. So which is bad. That To me, that can't be good right. um, for people that need it for medical reasons. 
And there's other ways to 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 take in uh, THC. There's uh, sprays. There's edibles. There's different ways to get right. that same feeling. I'm just talking maybe, about the smoke the component smoke of it. Right, right. Correct. So for myself, the reason I like the fact that they're legalizing marijuana is because when people buy it, they know what they're buying. Mm-hmm. It's right. tested. Right. A lot of times with these drugs, you don't know what you're necessarily taking. You get it taking. how you get it. Right. So if I'm a a, a scumbag or a grime ball. And um, I know how to make ecstasy. I can make ecstasy and fill it in with other things that's not the next the, the actual component that is in ecstasy. Right. And you don't know what you're taking. You're buying it. It's not like you you can go at home and be like, I'm going to test this ecstasy. To you're see kind of at ecstasy. the mercy of whoever exactly. created it. So you don't right. know what you're taking. Now, um, when, you, when you talk about ecstasy, they say a lot of times that ecstasy is supposed to be, quote unquote, the love pill. But they say a lot of times that's not true. They say with ecstasy... They said it makes you to it makes you a lot of times hallucinate on things. It says a lot of people have a sad experience. They said ecstasy is emotionally damaging and people that usually take it often suffer depression, confusion, severe anxiety, paranoia, psychotic behavior and other psychological problems. That doesn't mean that everybody that takes it will necessarily have. Is that on ecstasy's wiki? What were you you just reading? No, just uh, I looked up ecstasy and just looked at what the effects are on, on ecstasy. Okay. And that's what a lot of people say. Now, those effects are not for everybody, but you could always have a bad trip. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you have a bad trip, you never go back. Uh, just you, so you never go back? Yeah, sometimes you never go back or it takes you years to get back to who you are. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to say um, a, a quick little uh, example. Had a friend who uh, took bad weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friend was actually doing work at our house. You remember? No, I don't. This is when we lived in West Milford. And I almost shot him. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. He was doing work at, at our house, uh, helping us out, uh, neighborhood friend, uh, and took some bad weed. Mm-hmm. Um, when he took the bad weed, it really fucked him up mm-hmm. to the point where he was not himself. Mm-hmm. Now, this person was stronger than the ox. Right. So I couldn't, if I fought him, he would probably- You would lose. I would definitely lose. <laughs> Right. And I just remember him at our house going crazy, talking to himself. He was out of his mind. He wasn't in his right mind. Right. Um, to the point where I told you to stay in the room. Right. And I locked I, myself in a room. Locked yourself in a room. And, and this is at the time we only had Madison. Right. And um, I had to drive him back from Jersey to New York. Right. And I just remember he was just doing odd and strange things, saying odd and strange things, just just doing all kicking shit and it was really, really... It was bad. Really, really weird. Right. And I remember I had to drive him back. This is before. There was no Uber at the time. Right. There was no taxi cab that I could get to come get him. Um, so I had to drive him back home. Right. And I remember driving with a gun on my lap. Right. And the gun was covered. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I had a t-shirt or a jacket over it. Because I was like, I might have to shoot him. Right. Because he is crazy and he is way stronger. He's stronger than a football player. Right. No, he And is. I was like, I will have to shoot him. Right. Um, but I just remember that was the bad effects of marijuana. And he was fucked up for years. Mm-hmm. He just recently, I would say maybe. Three years ago. No, no, longer than that. About five years ago, just mm-hmm. got back to who he was as a person. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I, I seen the effects of bad drugs and bad manufactured whatever it was it was weed at the time and just be careful with that and that's just to say if you're dating somebody that's addicted because he's addicted if he's taking it three four times a day if he's addicted to it i necessarily wouldn't get myself in that predicament or that situation 
I would definitely step back because you don't want to deal with somebody that's addicted because you never know what's going to happen next. And it's not like, and I'm not saying I, I don't, I don't judge anybody. And he might be fully functioning. He might and be fully functioning, fine. but it's that one time that he goes too far, and you just don't want to put yourself in that predicament. Not to say that it will happen, but protect yourself so it doesn't happen. And um, to me, it seems like it's an indication that there would be a problem with your sex life. Right. So just just be careful, and I would definitely back myself out for that. I don't think you need that stress. Uh, he could be a great guy. Um, and, I'm not signing up for problems. Right. And. It, it's hard to have that conversation with somebody because let me explain. Let's say I'm the guy, right? And you come to me and let's say you're a beautiful woman. I like you. You're smart. We, we have a great time. And you tell me, hey, I don't like the fact that you're using ecstasy, right? I'm going to be like, ah, right, you know what? I'm never going to use it again, right? Because I want you in my life, but I might have an addiction. Unless there's signs of me using ecstasy, whether it's red eyes or hard dick or whatever it may be, <laughs> you won't know. Red eyes and a hard bleed. <laughs> you won't I can't, know. I can't, I can't. You won't know. So it's like you know you have to really back yourself out of that. Unless he's re- unless he wants to get help in. You're basically saying there's no real telling exactly. if he's on it or not. Exactly. So he can tell you what he wants to tell you, but he may still be using it. And that's the thing. Like then, even if he tells you he's not, you got to sit there and wonder if he really still is. It's just a whole host of problems that. You can see early on. So why even go down that road? There's a lot of men out there. Right. So that's all I wanted to say. And I just wanted to say good luck. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here. Only one email? Yeah, only one email. We're at an hour. We got to go. We could do one more email. No, we cannot. We got to move the elves and we got someplace to be. We have a little bit of time. And you got, and. We have a little bit of time. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. We have to go. And we got to move these elves. You don't run things around here, okay? We have to go. No, no. Baby, it's over now. We have to go. It's okay if it's over an hour. Look, it's 614. No, our podcast is late this week. No. So let's make it up. No. Let's make it up. We have to go. No, I don't want to sit here and fight with you for five minutes i don't have any emails find an email i don't have any okay so i'm gonna go into my dms and i'm just gonna pull up the last dm yes no yes let's do it next week he's mouthing to me no people let's do another podcast this week let's do another podcast later on this week come on we gotta go we're gonna do two this week if you want the week before christmas we're gonna do two podcasts we could barely get out a podcast during a regular work week for you let alone the week before christmas where our heads are gonna be spontaneously combusting i don't think so just do another email Stop it. Don't look at me and roll. He just rolled his eyes at me, people. Come on. Just one more email. No, we got to go. No, just one more. Just one more. We, we were late this week. We were late go. this week. So we have to make up for it. Just one more. All right. All right. Do you All have right. one? Yeah. Let me look. Um, I'm a pushover or the love of my life is leaving. Which one do you want to go? Oh, the love of my life is leaving. Oh, but I'm a pushover is good, too. Pick one. Which one do you like better? Did you read them both already? Nope. Pick one, pick one, pick one. Um, pushover, the, lo- the love of my life is leaving. Damn, okay. Why? Wait, did you like pushover? No, pushover was only a paragraph. Love of my life is three <laughs> paragraphs. All right. The love of my life is leaving me to pursue her career. Uh, dear Envy and Gear, help my, girlfriend, uh, help my girlfriend, the love of my life is leaving me to pursue a career in law enforcement. My girlfriend and I met about three years ago at a charity event and our relationship has been nothing short of perfect. We have no infidel. Uh, inf- we have no infidelities in our relationship, and both go above and beyond for our relationship. I've loved her since I've laid my eyes on her. She's a wonderful woman. She is great with my son, though she not she is not his biological mom. She is a great mother figure in his life. Just recently, we returned from a vacationing in Paris. We were there the same time you guys were there. Aww. 
And I discovered she has been applying to jobs in Georgia. She is a college graduate with a bachelor's in criminal justice and has been out of school since 2017. She hates her current job, which is not in her field of study, and has been desperately trying to get hired here in Jersey in law enforcement. She recently took the uh, law enforcement test here in Jersey. I also have a career here in law enforcement in Jersey. When we talked, she told me she can't wait for the test results to come back and that she is taking whatever job offer comes first. This resulted in us getting into a big argument about it and putting us in an awkward place in our relationship. While I'll always be supportive of her and I want her to pursue her dreams, should the move happen, I'm very unsure of what that means for our relationship. I can't go with her because I have to take care of my son because his biological mom is not financially stable and the courts will only give us 50-50 custody. We are both 26. We both want marriage and to start a family. Please help. I don't know what to do. I was planning on proposing next year. What do I do? I want her to be happy, but I do not want her to let her go. I fear we will never find another love like this. Please keep me anonymous. If you don't read on the pod, a reply email would be greatly appreciated. Um, how long have they been together? Just go back. Three years. They've been together. Just double check that. They've three been years. Uh huh. My girlfriend and I met about three years ago at a charity event. Okay. All right. So, what do you think? Um. I mean, it's it's weird and strange to me if things are going that great and she's in law enforcement. So I'm assuming that uh, she wants to be a police officer, correction officer or maybe a uh, state police. Um, I don't understand why she can't get a job in Jersey. Uh, well, apparently she's trying, but for whatever reason. I don't think it was that hard to, to, to become a police officer, correction officer, a state police. But you wouldn't really know, would you? Well, I know a couple of friends who... Have you who, applied? I haven't. <laughs> okay. But I do know a couple of friends that have done it and they've all gotten jobs and they've all made it to the academy. They've all pursued in that particular... And became police officers? Um, I know corrections officers. Yeah, a couple of... Uh, yeah, go, I don't know if she's, um, if she's interested in going into corrections. Let's just assume that she wants to be a police officer of some sort. All of them have, have made it into the thing about... Uh, Not just except the academy, for one. I'm talking about a job. Yeah, all of them got a job except for one. And why didn't the one get get a job he had um i know never mind i know he had you know prob- physical physical problems issues well, yeah okay, physical issues right. but everybody else has you know ha- haven't had ha- ha- had no problems and i know in new jersey they pay more than they pay in atlanta mm-hmm. so i don't understand what that the would, problem that would that would imply that she's finding it difficult to get a job here in new jersey if mm-hmm. she's willing to move to another state to receive less pay for the same job right but if she right? really loves the the individual well, no, no. Well, I'm just talking about the job situation. Correct. You said you didn't understand why it was so hard for her to find a job here. We don't know, but clearly she's running into some difficulties. Correct. So go ahead. If that's her man and she really loves him and she really sees herself spending the rest of her life with him, um, I mean, he has to be here. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a choice. And he's, you know, and, and it seems like if he had the opportunity, he would leave. So she right. can pursue her dream, but he can't. His son is here or his daughter's here. 50-50 and they have fifty fifty custody, mm-hmm. so he has to be here. So if she really mm-hmm. wanted to be with him and she really thought that relationship was building to something like marriage, she would sacrifice a little, I think. Or maybe you're saying you think she should. Right. But I you do. don't know her, you wouldn't say she would, because right. saying that she would implies that if she doesn't, that means she doesn't love him. And I wouldn't Say that obviously because the way that he describes their love is like maybe he feels something that on way another level, and she doesn't. No, you know, I don't think so. Because if <laughs> I'm in love with you, and I and I know that you are my wife, and I know that you are my soulmate, 
and you know I have to stay here it's not like I you know no I just don't want to go there's something different but if I'm like hey I have a child uh I have 50 50 custody uh my child's mother lives here. She's not moving here. She's not financially stable. I have to help with my son and I can't leave. Mm-hmm. Then I, I would expect you to be like, I understand. Let's ride it out. Or if you had a son and, you know, his father was here and y'all had 50-50 custody and you'd be like, babe, I do want to go to Atlanta. But I, his father, I feel, is very positive in his life. And for right now, I can't move. I would be like, all right, well, I would have to shift some things in my life to make sure. To accommodate. To accommodate if Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with you. If I didn't want to be with you, I'd be like, I'm going to land out. We'll holler. Okay. Well, that's you. Right. Not everybody is the same. The way that he describes their love, he said, I don't know if we'll find another love like this in our lifetime if we part ways, essentially, is what he said. Um to me, that shows that there's a reciprocity of feelings. Mm-hmm. He feels the same way about her that she feels about him. Or maybe the same is an extreme word. I, I believe that their feelings are along the same lines. Right. Um, because you know when you know. Right. Like when you know when someone loves you and you know how your feelings are about that individual. So I don't know, just the feeling that I get from the email, I feel like he's being fed. I feel like he's receiving love and it has him on a high, a high so high that he doesn't want to lose it under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, people are different and people prioritize different things. I don't know what her motivation is. She may have been raised to be independent and doesn't feel okay staying here in New Jersey with no job prospects. Maybe she doesn't want to lean on him financially. Maybe her independence is more important to her than love. Maybe she just feels as though she needs to be self-actualized and she has to have the career of her her choice to feel complete, to feel that she's made it, to feel like her education and all the efforts that she's put into this career choice has come to a peak. Maybe that's something that she just needs. I don't think it's fair to just throw out there and say, well, clearly she doesn't love him enough or doesn't love him the way that he loves her. She just may have different motivations. Different things may compel her. So, and maybe she also believes that she can participate in a successful long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. I personally don't like the idea of long distance relationships unless there's an end in sight, you know, If you're my boyfriend and you say, all right, Gia, I need to work in Florida for a year to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And then after that, we can be together. After that, we can live in the same state. See, in that situation, there's an end in sight. Mm -hmm. You know that after 365 days, nine months, two years, whatever that end is, you know that the plan is to be together. Mm -hmm. But to live apart and participate in a long distance relationship indefinitely for me is a no go, you know, cause I would feel as though I was just sitting there twiddling thumbs and it would haunt me if I love you enough and I truly want to be with you and see you as my life partner. It would haunt me not knowing when we were going to be together or when we can take those next steps towards marriage or towards moving in or towards starting a family or whatever my relationship goals are that I personally couldn't do. Some people are built for it. Me Mm -hmm. personally, I'm just not. It seems as though he's not really built for it. As for her, for me, 
in life, a lot of things, I'm, I'm simple in some ways. Mm-hmm. When it comes to problem solving and trying to figure out which way to go, I put things on a mental scale. Mm-hmm. You guys have probably heard me say on this podcast, you know, like you put it on a scale and whichever way it tips, that's really how I make a lot of decisions. I throw something on each side and I see which side weighs heavier, mm-hmm. meaning which side is more important to me, which side means more, which side has more of a drastic result, which side has more consequences. You know, I, I look at all of these things and that's usually how I make a decision, but everyone's not like that. In this situation, I would put my relationship and my the love that I have for this person on one side and I'd put the job and everything that comes along with that job on the other side, like the gratification I'd receive or the sense of accomplishment or the financial gain or whatever it is that, like I said earlier, compels her. And I'd see which way it tips. Mm -hmm. Again, for me personally, it's a lot easier to find a job than to find love. Mm -hmm. Love, (laughs) love is so few and far between, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't know if she's listening, but as far as, you know, her boyfriend, you know, you look at your friends, um, especially females, you know, you look at your friends and you see how many are in relationships, number one, how many are in happy relationships. And you look at the ones that aren't in relationships and you look at the struggle that they're experiencing to find someone. And I've said many times in this podcast, I know so many people that are out there just settling Mm -hmm. for someone because they'd rather be with someone with some sense of companionship than with no one at all and coming home to an empty home night after night. Um, It's not easy to find someone that would qualify as Mm -hmm. the love of your life. Someone that you really enjoy spending time with that respects you, that you can go out and do things with, that you can be yourself with, that Mm -hmm. supports you. Finding that person, it's so difficult. So If you found someone that fills those voids in your lives and really uplifts you and really is your rock and someone that you're happy to come home to every day, you cherish that. You hold on to it because you are lucky. You are blessed. That is a gem. Mm -hmm. Finding a job may be difficult, but it's not nearly as hard as finding love. And the way that this emailer sounds is though he really respects her and he has a special kind of affection for her. So I'm sure that they're both lucky, but in this sense, I'm telling her like, she's lucky. She's lucky to have someone like that. So I wouldn't leave it. I wouldn't let it get away. Whatever um, I'd be losing in my life by not having a job currently, I would just have to suck that up and take it on the chin, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, keep looking, you know, pray about it. And hopefully she finds something, but My personal opinion is I don't think that she should leave that man and go to Atlanta unless he's painting himself in this fabulous light and his email isn't truthful and she does have other reasons to leave him. But if it's all as it seems in the email, if I were her, I wouldn't leave. Yeah, I agree. And I think what could happen is he feels one way and she doesn't feel that way. Like he could be, he could be extremely in <laughs> love so and love negative? and he feels this way. She could be like, I, right, you just want, you know, just another dick. I mean, I'm not saying we just don't know, but I'm just saying, mm. I agree with you. I wouldn't leave something that you say is so perfect it's for so a job. And you know, perfect doesn't even have to be the word. It just has to be good. It just has to be right. Right. You know what I mean? Like no, no relationships are perfect. Correct. Um, Unless she, but then again, she could, she could have 
She could have issues. Maybe she's been in a relationship with somebody and somebody's done a dirty and she gave up a, a job before. Or maybe she's leaned on someone financially before and it made her feel inadequate. That you is never true know. Too. People have different motivations for the things that they do. And you don't just look at the things that you do. You look at the things that influence them. You look at the things that motivate them. And I don't want to say you judge them from that, but you can draw your opinions from that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what he needs to look at. But what do you suggest that he do? Um, I say continue to have a conversation and try to do anything that you possibly do to not make her leave. That's what mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, whatever it may be, if you got to get two jobs to make sure she's fine financially to take care of a lot of her stuff, maybe make sure for the she time does leave. Being, yep. mm-hmm, maybe assure her that, you know, it won't be a financial strain. And even if it is, you guys will make it work. Right. That you'll support her during her job search. Correct. And, you know, you just have to make sure that nothing feels funny to her because maybe that's part of the problem. So you make her feel super, super comfortable. Be very supportive and show her that everything will be okay if she stays. You give her that security. And maybe that might have a difference in her decision of what she plans on doing. Absolutely. Well, good luck, man. And keep us informed. Uh, I know you said to email you on the side if we didn't read it. Well, we read it. So email us and let us know. And let us know how the holiday was, because this might be a, a wicked Christmas for you. <laughs> All right. And everybody else. And you know what you should do? Take on a trip. The KC Crew Retreat. Take it to Jamaica. <laughs> the KCCrewRetreat.com. You should take it to Jamaica. Let us meet her. Let us have a the conversation. The KC Crew Retreat? Is that com. Yeah, the KC okay. Crew, the uh-huh. KCCrewRetreat.com in Jamaica. Uh, yeah, bring her. Yeah, we'd love to meet her. And if you want more information, this is yeah, our flyaway. Yes. yes, this is our flyaway. We're going to be doing a live podcast. We'd love to meet you guys. For more information, again, we're going to Jamaica uh, April 30th to May 3rd. And I'm talking everything. We're going to be on the beach. We're going to be chilling. We're going to have our Speedos. We're just going to have a great time. And I can't we're wait to see you guys. We're not going to have our Speedos. Stop perpetuating that. You're not going to wear yours? You want me to fight you right now? What? I don't own Speedos. Do I have a penis? <laughs> well, I'm going to have my Speedos on. So we're going to be chilling in the beach I thought women could wear speedos without having a. Isn't that what's? Oh, that's that's a thong. Oh, all right. Anyway, let me get about it. So you were planning on wearing a thong when you were thinking speedos. You were thinking I thought thong. For women. You were gonna spawn. wear. You were gonna have a string up your butt and 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 your package out. That's no. what you were planning. No, no, no. With the belly, the belly, the package, and the string up your butt. That's how. That's how you're gonna present yourself to our our followers. The only thing that sounds a little weird is the belly. I gotta you know just trim down a little bit. I thought you said you weren't doing anything. I'm not to I'm look just... to look presentable for this trip. But if I got a, a string bikini on, I mean, a string thong. If you have a string speedo, bikini on, never mind. Let me get out of here. The KC <laughs> string true, bikini. The KC okay. the KC crew okay. retreat dot com. We can't wait to see you guys. It's oh wait, to... hold on, wait, wait. This is my image. You with the old haircut oh, and the the mini blowout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the package in a string bikini. And I, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I still turn you on. <laughs> I don't know, I love you, but I don't know if there's that much love in the world. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. I'm Gia Casey. You forgot your name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you caught that? Yes. We'll see you guys next week. Doodles.